If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome again to a new episode of Level Up. This week I'm talking to Harlequin star Lewis Liner. Lewis, thank you so much for joining me today. It's a real pleasure to have you on. Um, and I know how busy you are, obviously, during this stage of the season. But how are you, first of all? <laughs> no, thank you, Nathan, for having me on. No, it's great to be here. And it's uh, been really good, actually. Been, uh, we, haven't had a few ga- we haven't had games in recently, so it's been actually quite nice to have a bit of time off. Um, but uh, we've got a big game this weekend against Gloucester at Twickenham. So I've um, been training a lot for that. But other than that, been enjoying the weather. It's actually been nice. sunny for once and it's May. So <laughs> enjoying summer early. Yeah. And um, if in case anyone's listening or watching this podcast, obviously we're a gaming podcast, right? So people might think, why, why are we talking to a rugby star? But you're actually a huge <laughs> gamer, aren't you? Which is why we're really keen yeah. to talk to you. Um, we've spoke to a couple of sports people from different backgrounds. We spoke to... Um, we spoke to people from like the UFC. We've spoken to mm. footballers like Deli Ali, for example. We spoke to someone from Formula Two who used to be a sim racer. Oh, who's wow. graduated yeah, to yeah. Formula Two this season. Mm. So, um, we talked That's crazy. To, yeah, we talked to quite a lot of sports people that are involved in gaming and sports. So I'm really interested to hear your your take mm. on it, really, and how that because it seems like the two worlds of gaming and sports are kind of merging slowly. Um, we yeah. get to that point, so it's really exciting. Yeah, definitely. That's a, it's such a huge thing. I don't think. That, people realize um that sportsmen and uh, sportswomen they they love gaming <laughs> we love it and it's a i think uh, people older people might think like oh why why do these guys game all the time like in their free time they should be doing other stuff like it's not only that it's like a way of connecting with people that you probably haven't seen like uh, for me i i'm playing with my some of my old schoolmates that i haven't seen in say years but there's th- some of them are over in america so i play with them once or twice a week and it's like catching up and it's that's part of the reason but also it's a lot of fun and usually I, I for me I've been gaming since I was seven years old so wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a so, sort of a thing I always used to do what was your first memory of gaming growing up then when you were when you were around seven what's your first what can you first remember about your game um probably I we had a Wii um, set up in the family like TV room and I was a bit young and a bit less heavier than I am now so we used to have this like toy police car that me and my brothers would have just in the house and I used to get back from school and then like climb on top of it sit on top of the police car which was quite big and I stay on top of it just so my eye line was in front of the TV because as gamers would know if you sit back below the TV it's not actually good for when you're playing so uh, I used to do that and I used to play Oh God, we sports, we resort. I, I, I remember playing um, golf games with my family because my dad plays a lot of golf. So I used to beat him on the Wii. So <laughs> he wasn't very happy about that one. Um, but also uh, Sonic, uh, you know, remember the Mario um, Winter Olympic yeah, game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, love that one. That was <laughs> one of my favorites as well. Did you manage to smash any TVs? Because the Wii was like notorious. Like if you didn't put the band <laughs> yeah. on, yeah, yeah around yeah, it. Actually, that's actually so embarrassing. I, I remember I was playing tennis on Wii Sports 
and it just—I went for a big forehand and just went straight into the middle of the TV. Yeah, uh, Dad wasn't too happy about that one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I said, "Yeah, it just slipped," and he just didn't believe it at all. Yeah, no, I, that was yeah, notorious. Notorious. Mm. If you didn't put the bands on and you played, yeah, they, they did get—they did give you a warning, and uh, some people uh, just ignored it. So, <laughs> felt sorry for my dad. I had to get us a new one, otherwise, me and my brothers would cry about not having a a Wii to play, a uh, TV to play the Wii on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, from that young age, um, I'm mm. guessing you were playing like sports at like a junior level at that stage and mm. getting, and you kind of finding yourself and finding out who you are as a person and if you're mm. competitive or not. And I'm guessing maybe one of the first times you realised you were competitive was mm. maybe on the Wii, maybe, you know, against your dad oh, or something. Yeah. Is, is that yeah, where no, you discover like who you are and what type of person you are as well through those experiences? Yeah, I think so. And uh, for me, I've always been a really competitive person. It runs in the family, my dad, my brothers, like my mum even. She, we all play sports. And for me, I started playing rugby when I was four years old. So I, I played, started really early. I actually was born in Italy. So we moved over and then I started playing rugby when I was four or five. Um, and then obviously a bit of time after, yeah, when we got the Wii, it just took it to a different level because <laughs> the Wii was something I could play with my brothers who I have two younger brothers. So playing rugby with them when I was eight and they were six and two, I don't think it would work really well. So um, playing the Wii like FIFA and um, like Wii Sports, for example, like it's it added a hugely competitive element to it and I just loved it and used to love beating them. So Yeah, yeah. that's where you can kind of discover like what you're good at as well and kind of build your skills. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's one of the things that w- w- you said right at the start that people don't realise about gaming and there's a kind of stereotype, isn't there, around gamers yeah. about, you know, eating bad food, yeah. and, uh, sitting in your bedroom on your own or whatever. But mm. there's there's a, there's also a real skill element to a game. Yeah. There's hours of practice mm. you, you have to put into it if you want to be yeah. good at it. And there's there's different skill levels and playing against other people. So it's yeah. it's very different to the to the stereotype sometimes that people portray in the wider the wider space, I suppose. No, exactly. And that's that's something for me. The reason I play games so much is not only I have a lot of fun doing it, I play with my mates, but it's also I'm competitive. So when I do get a hold of a game I really like, I want to become as good as possible as I can with it. And it's, <laughs> it, it's, there's a bit of an annoying element to it where like I just, if I get killed or something in Call of Duty, I'm like, oh, God, I've got to play more now to make sure I'm not. <laughs> no, but a lot, of, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, why do you spend hours playing a game like this and it's just like I just I like it and yeah um I like I have free time to do it and it's it's not the only thing I do I I I obviously hold play professional sport and then when I do have some free time I play this or I see mates or next year I'm starting a uni degree as well so Mm. um that will I'll just have to like find the right times to do stuff and it's as you get older you there's that stereotype you start you st- game less and stuff like that. but i don't think so i think it's always going to be something that'll be part of my life because i just i love it so much yeah and we, you talk you mentioned as well about the kind of community element and the friendship mm. element of building mm. that that's like people around you and having that social social setting mm. as well obviously 
the whole world's gone through a really difficult few years yeah. with the pandemic and stuff. And I think during that time where no traditional sports could be played, I think people found themselves going to those yeah. those spaces. And I don't know about you, but I, I was on I was in Verdansk like pretty much every night. <laughs> don't in, even in the, tell me. Yeah, don't even remind me, a, God. But how much did that help you from? Because it really helped me from a mental point of view, being able to mm. speak to friends that I couldn't see, people far away, or yeah. friends that I've caught up with friends that I haven't spoke to in years through through gaming as well is, has that helped you through through that time yeah exactly I, like we said earlier i think it's the one probably the biggest aspect of gaming is that the fact you can connect or reconnect with people you haven't spoken to in a long time like for me be it playing a professional sport like rugby and then also being love gaming you meet people you never thought you would meet both on the field and off the field so like i played call of duty with some of the guys some guys i watched playing when i was a kid so like it's it's just completely it opens up so many different avenues and mm. yeah it did help me a lot through COVID. And it was actually it was so weird i hopped on the Warzone uh bus a bit later than everyone i i kind of was like oh this is just another new game that everyone's talking about and i don't really want to be part of the part of the train and then my li my little brother who was i think like 12 at the time was like you've got to play this game <laughs> and i i played it once and i was instantly hooked <laughs> um yeah and then he got a bit annoyed because he was better than me and then slowly like after a few weeks i was a bit better than him <laughs> so he stopped playing now <laughs> oh bless, <laughs> yeah. bless. Yeah. yeah and like you you said that you kind of played with people that you've watched growing up and stuff are mm. you talking about like streamers that you've been watching and people like that mm. or like, who who are your biggest kind of do you watch streamers a lot uh, yeah, I love streamers. Yeah, yeah and I, I do watch streams quite a bit. And uh, I was talking more about like players. I've um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've and now I've got to play against as well on the field. But streaming, I like. I I'm actually I'm quite into the professional element of Call of Duty as well. So I watch the whenever the Call of Duty leagues on, I watch that. And a lot of people say, "Well, like, why why would you do that?" It's just like just watching like another sport for me, really. And um, it helps for me and I, I get a lot of valuable insight to it but I would love to one day play with people I've watched stream and uh, it'd be it'd be a cool crossover like sport and streamers I think that would be really cool to do yeah and what how do you resonate with those professional esports players when you watch mm. them how do you resonate with them from a from a sports person type mm background yeah, because so, because like there's very similar elements isn't there like the pressure of the competition and yeah. the the performing and not letting your teammates down and the practice element and all yeah. that kind of stuff how do you resonate with them yeah no it's i think there's a big stigma to professional esports and like like you were saying earlier um these guys like practice six seven hours a day some of them and that's people are like oh that's that's why are they doing that that's so weird it's like well i rugby players we were training maybe not six hours constantly but we're, i'm at my training center from 8 30 in the morning till three so i mean it's it's a long day and, and that's what we do and i i can really resonate with some of them because they've they've obviously had a, young, a talent from a young age and they had a passion and they just pursued it and they put in a lot of hours of work and they're again they're just rewards from it yeah, and you can really see that, can't you, in the in the competition? And it's like any any sport, isn't it? You know, if you put if you put the work into it, you've got, obviously you need the talent and the commitment to do it. But if you if you practice enough and you you get to that stage where you're in a competition environment, there's there's a different element there, isn't there? Where you if you're in a, an event, for example, or you're in the middle of a game, like you said, um, 
there's that pressure element, isn't there as well? Of being, oh, yeah. like, you know, you've mm. got the talent, but it's mm. it's whether you've got the mental side to perform at that level as well. So it's very, whereas obviously mm. professional sports has a very physical element. Yeah. Um, mm. Esports doesn't have that, but what it does have is that mental side. And how similar yeah. do you think that is to professional sports? Oh yeah, it's 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 huge. I think it, it, even more so than professional sports because, like you said, we're not only mental but the physical aspects more the overriding feature and obviously we have our mental uh, struggles and like wanting to keep going i think in in esports that's even bigger because yeah they use their hands probably or something like that but the mental toll it takes for them to sit at a desk and grind away for six hours playing the same game over and over and over again and they know what's going to happen there's yeah. set things that are always going to happen whereas in rugby you never know what's going to happen yeah. Yeah. um so i think it's it's a I, I applaud them for just having the mental fortitude to just keep going and it, it, it's like the stuff they do i'd only wish i could do like it's <laughs> probably the, it's probably the same for them they they love watching basketball or something like that mm. and it's 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 amazing how certain sports and like even music stars cross over like we all have this massive admiration for each other for what they what what you do in your own professional aspect and i think that's something so great because i only wish i could be as good as these people but then they probably wish they weren't a gamer and they could play a professional sport so it's it's pretty cool yeah and something that I've, I've learned as well from speaking to professional esports players from from all over really like from fifa from call of duty um even rocket league and league of legends yeah. like games like esports like that which are massive is that um what's also different between sports and esports is that esports the meta is always changing oh yeah every time there's an update so imagine every time you know the new season <laughs> comes around um you just actually you know what we're going to change a couple of the rules this year we're going to change the yeah. game and we're going to make completely. It, you know what I mean we're going to change yeah. it completely so there's that element in esports as well which I don't think people appreciate as much as they should it's not the same that, game they're playing every time that's exactly it and it's, and it's also like the cycle for call, like Call of Duty players they have to learn a new game every year mm. so by the time they've got fully to grips with this game they've been playing for like six months to a year yeah. a whole new one comes out and you have to change your mindset and you have to change the way <laughs> you're, you play and it's like and it could be like make or break for some players because yeah some players might suit one of the games so well and they they're the top players in that game and then the next game they're terrible yeah. and uh, and you've seen that a lot in this year's call of duty i think it's yeah very, like people are getting dropped and teams don't know what they're doing yeah, really. yeah, yeah. absolutely what's your load out at the moment what are you rocking in warzone oh yeah. god uh probably the stg in cold war mp5 yeah yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, no. doing, I'm rocking STG as well. Do, no, it's ridiculous. Do you play Sorry. like Caldera or do you play Rebirth? What's your, what's your Rebirth mostly? Okay. Yeah, I I used to I played Caldera when it came out, but I think everyone just really doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Rebirth is just so much more fun. It's so fast paced, and yeah. I love just being and it's you just it's like you go in 20, like 50, if you win a game it only takes you like 15 minutes and then you're straight into the next one whereas yeah. Caldera is like a slog like yeah. half an hour grind and it's yeah. like if it depends who you play with some of my mates love to run around and go for kills some of my mates like to sit in a corner in a building and get two kills and i'm like okay yeah i, I don't agree with this but i'll do it you're here so, uh, so yeah. the age-old question then put your cards on the table what's your kd at the moment Oh god! Well, rebirth it's like one point nine, and then and then Caldera I haven't played in ages, and I start. I'll just say it's one point like 
five, eight, yeah, um, for like the main uh, Warzone. And um, it's I st- when I started playing Warzone, I was really bad. I was okay. I've been playing Call of Duty since God knows when. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Warzone was a completely different thing, and yeah. um, I was really bad at the start. So then I actually improved quite a bit. So maybe it's not a true reflection of what I can do, but that's yeah, that's mine. I would say that's pretty cracked. One point nine KD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine's like zero point nine. So yeah, no, yeah, it's. I, uh, I, <laughs> no, that's I'd cool. Thank you. That. I, yeah, no, it's. Um, I rebuffed definitely my game mode because I like to just run around and try and fight as many people as possible. So yeah, yeah. That, that annoys my mates sometimes. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like they're, all, they're on one side of the map and then they look up and it's just like me on that complete other side, like yeah. going, guys, where are you? And it's like, I'm just <laughs> fighting four people and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. yeah. Th- that's a- another thing as well, at least we touched on in, mm. in recent episodes, is the communication aspects of gaming. Mm. Like how important it is. Like I think we're talking to like as a guy called Dukies. I don't know if you know him, but he's, yeah, yeah, yeah he's 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 yeah. amazing. We we did a few games with him, and like he just we tried to interview yeah. him when he was playing <laughs> just to kind of distract him a yeah. bit. And he, he'd be like, oh, "Hang on a minute, I'm just gonna before I answer your question, I'm just gonna go and clear this room, and then I'll be back, yeah. and then he'd clear it and come back, and we'd start chatting again." Um, no, I, I've watched I've watched a lot of Dukies streams. Yeah, yeah. he's it's he's a, he's, he's very else, funny. Man. Something else. Yeah. Uh, but what he was saying is that in his experience. A team who communicates better mm. as, a, as, a, as a team will do better than more skilled players who don't communicate yeah. as well. Uh, that's, a, that's very true. And that's that's similar in, in real life sports, mm. isn't it? You know, if you've got a really good team, but it's full of individuals, we see yeah. it in all sports across across the world yeah. then it's not gonna it's not gonna go well for you is it? and it's also it's also not only that but like the team bond and like yeah. the camaraderie. That's the thing what we at Harlequins we are so like I think everyone's like mates everyone's best mates and it's very rare for a professional sports team to have that because there might be one or two individuals that always are like away from the group and they don't everyone doesn't really like them or something like that but I think it's so important to have a tight-knit group and then you also have that communication aspect and then obviously at any level in any professional sport or esport there will be top talents there'll be you have to be very talented to get there in the first place but then there's people obviously way and beyond everyone else and um and I, I named the spring spine on, on our in our team it's marcus smith who's also actually a really really keen gamer and he's played with some uh, other uh, guys because of the platform he has mm-hmm. um but he's like this guy who's only two years older than me but he came into the team at 18 years old and he got pushed into the limelight and he just only went upwards from there and it's you can see that with a lot of other like call of duty example um scamp yeah like he was 16 17 when he first started competing and now obviously look where he is now he's yeah still one of the best players he's probably the best ever player to do it. and he probably is the sole reason call of duty is as big as it is um because everyone knows who he is so yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely so you talked about a couple of your uh, <laughs> teammates there um who do you think is the best Warzone player, are you, uh, are you putting your hand up for this? Or? <laughs> no, well, I'm I'm up there, but I probably uh, there's also a few others. There's like Caden uh, uh, Murley, who's what um, same position as me. We're good mates. We're in the same group of mates. He's very good as well. Um, he doesn't have a PC though. I think I've been uh, telling him he needs to get the PC because he'll take him to another level. Uh, there's uh, um, one of my really close mates, sort of called Sam Riley. He's very good. He's 
a proper gamer as well. He plays CSGO and Valorant and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh yeah, the proper uh, like mm-hmm. yeah, big esports. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I haven't I haven't um, transitioned to keyboard and mouse yet. I just like controller games, but um, controller better for aim assist though. That's what I they know. say. But you, the, with the mouse, you have your whole arm to control the recoil. True, but so. Dukies uses controller. Wolfies uses a controller in Fortnite. Um, it's, it's the majority of people. Oh, God, yeah, Fortnite. That that was one of the things. I remember watching Fortnite pros, and the stuff people could do with the controller is yeah. just unreal. Yeah, like, yeah. I tried to do it, and I obviously was terrible at <laughs> it, but uh, these guys who use controller for Fortnite, is just, I don't know how you... Obviously, it comes with playing the game like eight hours a day yeah 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 it's really cool i think the bugus situation a couple of years ago really kind of put esports on the Mm. map when when he won like over a million dollars at six oh he won i think he had won like two million dollars or something like that ridiculous yeah and the skill gap it takes like when you Mm. watch these guys at the highest level it's it's absolutely ridiculous and the age Mm. they're doing it at as well oh yeah the 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 mentality that they have to for win, to keep going yeah exactly it's it's really yeah. really impressive um mm. but you also play a bit of like football games don't you, you play a bit of yeah. fm bit of fifa as well I, I, <laughs> fifa i used to play a lot as a kid but i just kind of i kind of doesn't interest me anymore okay. i do play a bit with my mates um but not ultimate team anymore that was yeah. a that was a spiral for me <laughs> i got too angry yeah. at games um but fm man yeah that's the game i love um i, I downloaded um the new one yeah. uh, like a month or so ago just been smashing that <laughs> I, uh, honestly i i've it's uh, and in when covid was happening fm 20 i played yeah. oh god 150 hours 160 yeah, hours yeah. like i i i usually play as <clears throat> My first save will always be Arsenal because obviously I support us. So it's actually a lot harder than people think because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't have that much money and yeah. the squad isn't that good. So, yeah. but um, recently I took them to win the double, the Premier League and the Champions League. Oh, nice. So. Nice. feeling good about that one <laughs> yeah fm is one of those games where like i wouldn't install it if like you've got something like important coming up because you're just yeah. like it would just be, <laughs> like, you, know, you can't think it's about good. anything else like i remember i was at school or college mm-hmm. and like i was supposed to be thinking about like coursework and stuff and i'll just lie in bed thinking i need a new right back like who can i <laughs> who can i get yeah. like you know going to bed thinking about all the like fm it's crazy how, it's how a... in depth and immersive mm-hmm. it is for for, for a simulation that, game exactly that's that's exactly it it's people who are playing on their like iphone yeah. or something like that i've been telling like you have no idea what you're missing out on yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like i i let my uh my youngest brother play on my pc recently and he, which he likes football match but he's only been playing on the phone and he went into this and it took him uh, he was like what is all this <laughs> and like he, he said I, he said, my game, Lewis, my game, t- my play time for this is five hours and I've only played two Premier League games. Yeah, How is yeah, this possible? Yeah, 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 yeah. trust me. If you, you, when you really get into like, you know, the hardcore, like, you know, re- um, regen day, like looking oh, through all big. the Brazilian teams, like all the yeah. regens you can sign. Like you spent hours yeah. with that even press continue. All, all like, the just, scouting and yeah, all the play, yeah. scouting, all the analysis, all the training, yeah. all this sort of stuff. It's like, I spent like, sometimes like, especially on, deadline day yeah like in the in the new football manager they actually let you take part in it like all yeah, the yellow yeah, yeah. sky sports stuff yeah. um, it's like it's like well i it says like 14 hours remaining but i'm gonna be there for the whole 14 yeah. hours probably i always end up signing someone when i don't need to do you find that yeah, just that's just, the problem because you want to get got involved. like oh 10 10 million left oh i, I need a 
bad choice left back I'll send on loan <laughs> for two years or something absolutely absolutely <coughs> you you mentioned like players with big profile I think we've seen mm. with with esports it's it's a very innovative innovative space in that mm. they're also they're competing and they've got that profile but they can also stream in their personal yeah. time and have that profile as well and we've seen sportsmen and women do that in real life mm. as well um like yeah. I was I was talking to a couple of different guys and girls who who do that in in their spare time mm. like Jack Shaw for example the UFC yep. he streams Warzone when he when he's like yeah. training and stuff mm. is that something that you've considered doing to to like not that your profile needs building obviously yeah. but like because <laughs> yeah. the, there's a whole generation of younger fans where that you well, could exactly. That's... get from there that's that's what I think. I, um, another an England rugby player um, called Luke Cowan Dickey. Mm. Um, he's he streamed uh, a lot in the past, and he played like Valorant, CS:GO, stuff yeah. like that. And he's also he was a big Call of Duty player. So it's definitely something I've d- considered doing. A lot of the boys have said you should maybe look to do it, and I was mm. like. I just don't know where would, I would start. Like I'd need to get all the setup. I'd need to figure out how to do everything. And then I'm just worried I'll look, I'll be weird. <laughs> like, and like people will take the piss out of me. So like, uh, that's half the reason why I don't do it. But um, uh, the guys like some like me, Marcus, Caden, like have like brainstormed ideas. And we were thinking like, why don't like when in the off season, we could run like a small tournament or something like that with people from all different sports and people would love to watch that. Yeah, like if it's streamed somewhere, like loads of younger fans, not only like rugby fans, but surely if we get some footballers, because I know like um, Tammy Abraham, I think, and um, guys like that, they all play Warzone Sancho. as well. And yeah, Sancho, all, yeah, like yeah, yeah. and uh, like cricketers like Joffrey Archer, yeah. um, Ollie Pope, they all play it. So like, yeah. and some of the guys know those guys, and I'm yeah. sure we, like so that's that's a it would be so cool and then it, like in the end of it there'd be a squad of four who would be the best yeah that'd the be, best that'd the be best brilliant. sports team in warzone so imagine if you did like a like a like a custom warzone lobby and you could that's have like, a four of rugby players a four of yeah. footballers a four of that's exactly that'd that's that's amazing. what i'm saying that's what we should do we should do like yeah. a, a rebirth if we can't get as many numbers as you yeah. need for, for the bigger one but yeah. like you put two two fours of the best rugby ones two fours of the best footballers like it's such a good idea and yeah. people would if you get some high profile names in there people I'll, i reckon there'll be hundreds of people who want to watch that 100%. i think it'd be it's something people are missing out on and obviously we're a bit busy uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. I think if, if we can all find some time to do it it's mm. take a few hours out of your day and it'd, it'd be yeah. so fun i reckon imagine like me i'm just sitting just going around and i just kill like it's jade and sancho yeah, i'm like oh yeah, my yeah. god that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> i reckon you could sell out arenas with that honestly like if i think I, I, if I, you I, get like if it gets big enough i yeah i yeah, genuinely think, i think if you get like or like if you want to make it bigger you could get like rugby football cricket yeah. nfl nba all these yeah. guys like get fours from that and just throw them in and that'd see what happens that'd be and a little little pool of uh, prize money afterwards as well yeah that would be i mean that that's the magic of gaming isn't it you can get yeah. all these people together from different backgrounds yeah. different sports that like yeah. that you wouldn't normally it's, connect with and you can get yeah. them you can connect with them and play with well, them exactly. against them it's um yeah it's, it's brilliant um i just wanted to ask a question as well um, yes. about 
like when you were younger, obviously with like games like FIFA and Football mm. Manager mm. and stuff, obviously you've got certain teams, but obviously with your dad being an Australian legend and then <laughs> yeah. you've been born, born in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, did you like play certain games? Like growing <laughs> up, like identity wise mm. was the times where you're like, you know what? I fancy being Italy today. Or you know what? I fancy being oh, yeah. in an yeah, Australia yeah. kit playing as Tim Cahill. <laughs> yeah, or, do you know what I mean? Is that... Until recently, I've always, like if I was creating my football manager, yeah. I would, either put his nationality as Australian or Italian <laughs> because I was yeah. I was born in you can Italy, be dual so. can't you you can be dual on the game exactly well. uh, yeah or, or free or you could speak yeah. Italian and have your second language as English so um no that, that's definitely and obviously it's if I was playing FIFA Italy were usually the best team so yeah. definitely better than England and Australia don't even I don't even know if they count as a team really <laughs> <laughs> so bad but um no that definitely yeah no I, I grew up as like an Australian Italian having I wasn't. I have no like family ties to England, but yeah. living here since I was five yeah. and um, growing up with all my mates, and then now being involved with the England side in rugby, yeah. um, I find myself more towards the English, and I sound <laughs> ve- sound very English as well. So I don't think the Australians would welcome me. <laughs> with open arms with this accent so <laughs> i'm sure they would i'm sure they would i'm sure they would no. uh, so it must have been a bit difficult with the with the football world cup final then mm. in was it was it a yeah. bit of a weird one that uh oh yeah it was that the euro euros oh the euro sorry yeah euros uh, no nah, yeah supported italy <laughs> uh, <fair laughs> because enough. oh i was watching it with all my mates um, <laughs> i had a, <laughs> i had a, quite a few of them around there was like 20 of us and they were all supporting england oh, okay. and i and i was the only italian like just to piss them off in, in a way <laughs> um and uh when we scored the winning penalty i oh god i've never seen so many depressed oh, yeah. 21 year olds <laughs> that was a dark day i can tell you and like Afterwards, like it was kind of like a like social. Like, I had a few people over and like mm. had like a small gathering. And it's like it took like a good few hours for my mates to actually perk up a bit. <laughs> they were all like yeah. depressed, like yeah. not saying words. And I was like, "Come yeah. on, it's not that." Bad. I mean, it's not really fair to have that much choice. I mean, I'm we're like some of us are stuck yeah. with England forever. Like, yeah, I know. If one team gets bad, I'll support the other. <laughs> well, that's the choice you've got, isn't it? But I yeah. think when you going back to what you said about streaming and stuff, mm. as long as you're authentic, I think that's what people love. And there's yeah. people out there who who are very different personalities yeah. you know but people love them so i think if you're authentic i think you're fine you, you, yeah i think you'll do fine and it's, i don't know i think it might be so i i it's definitely people get to see I'm the real you though do you know what i mean you only get yeah. to speak in interviews serious mm. interviews normally mm. you know yeah. pre-match or post-match or you know mm. whatever and you, you don't really find out who the actual person is during those yeah. so that's a that's way true. to kind of connect with people and show show mm. the real you in a way which is what what happened with f1 when all the f1 drivers started doing all the yeah, streams well, the, now lando, 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 yeah. when lando lando goes online like i i even watch him stream because i'm yeah. a big f1 fan um yeah. he gets like 40k viewers yeah it's like and he streams probably like once every three weeks yeah. or something. Yeah, it's and just Max, crazy. Max Verstappen yeah. plays FIFA Ultimate Team, doesn't does he? Yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, I didn't he, see he, that. In every interview I've seen him, like, oh, you know, they some something about they find him. I think twenty thousand euros or something, and he was like, oh, I just won't have to buy FIFA packs this month then. <laughs> <laughs> in like an official <laughs> FIFA press conference. Literally, that's every sportsman's thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, damn it, I've got can't can't buy FIFA points now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, yeah. just one more thing about esports mm. before we go on to 
rugby because yeah. I know that. <laughs> that's your, no, no, I, I like this. <laughs> um, yeah. In F1 is a really interesting sector of esports because we talked about the physical aspect before. F1 and sim racing is the only real esport where the physical element ties into the real life physical oh, exactly. element yeah. so you you're doing the same movements the break you're picking the breaking point the visual elements mm. there mm. the actual skill of the you know overtaking mm. finding the the apex where to yeah. break where to accelerate the you know traction control mm. and gears yeah. all that kind of it's stuff it's crazy um, we've seen. Um, I spoke. Uh, we talked off um, off air about the the mm. um, a guy from F two, who mm. was in F one esports. His name Ken Bolatbasi is a Turkish driver. Mm. So okay, he's gone yeah. from F one esports to F two this season. Straight um, F two, God, which that's is amazing. incredible. And I think we, it yeah. won't be long until we see the first sim racer F one. I don't think. Um, I know. Yeah. We spoke to a guy called James Baldwin. I don't know if you know James Baldwin, no. but he mm. won the a competition a couple of years ago called the World's mm. Fastest Gamer, where they put oh, him against basically the best sim racers, and mm. he won a seat in Jensen's Button Jensen Buttons GT. It was yeah. the British Touring Car GT3 oh, yeah, yeah. Championship, mm. 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 Um, and he got it on pole the first race that and then is... won the second race. That's what um, I mean. Like uh, people don't realize how gaming can, like improve life skills like yeah. i think from gaming from such a young age like games like call of duty and yeah. things that require a lot of reaction speed and i think it's yeah. improved <laughs> my <laughs> rugby genuinely i think really? it's made my reaction speed so quick or maybe i've already ha- had those they've just improved them it's like brain training like it's all a lot of gaming is muscle memory it's mm. like if the more you play it the better you get and the quicker your reactions get and i think that's uh, what people don't realize is such a stigma around call of duty or gaming yeah. it's like oh it's bad for you it's like making your brain smaller and you're less intelligent it's actually it might not yeah you might not be doing your schoolwork as much but um like you're improving other aspects of your brain so i, I yeah. i'd look at it like that so do you think there's an element as well as like being in the zone? Because in mm. everyday life, you don't go around doing normal tasks and being in the zone. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> you know, cooking dinner or whatever, you're not cooking really in the zone. Cooking dinner, tunnel visioning. Yeah, just to... doing a bit of gardening. Yeah. But when you sit down and play Call of Duty, you're like, okay, right, I'm, I need to switch on now. Is that yeah. a similar thing to when like pre-match, like you need to get mm. in the zone? Because that's it's a weird thing isn't it yeah, you don't often it, get in the zone unless it's a serious exactly. thing going on exactly no it's um definitely i it's rugby for me is like a different sort of level like i yeah. it's i can't really explain it it just happens for yeah. me whereas like in gaming it's like depends obviously who i'm playing with some guys like to just relax and have a yeah, good time yeah, yeah, yeah. me being competitive sometimes get a bit <laughs> oh, if, if my mates were in here they would be saying some stuff like yeah. my my communication like it's all just comes out at the same time it's like i'm saying so much stuff it's all good stuff but they obviously they're just casual gamers yeah. <laughs> they're like shut up <laughs> you're talking too much so uh no it's definitely there's a if i'm like i play a lot of ranked playing call of duty as well so yeah, yeah. if i'm doing that and people who play that don't really like losing so mm. uh, i'd kind of do like lock in for those that sort of stuff or if i'm like playing with my brothers and they want to win that's um that's what yeah i kind of zone in but rugby it's like a uh, different level of yeah zoning in for me well that's a, a lovely segue into rugby so yeah, you were obviously part of the harlequins premiership winning team mm. last season mm. um and you scored twice late on in the final um but you are in another playoff spot 
this season. Yeah, def- definitely. You've yeah, got no, the penultimate but... round of the season this weekend, mm. the big summer kickoff yeah. uh, against Gloucester yeah. on Saturday at Twickenham. Um, yeah. That's going to be huge, isn't it? That's going to be massive. I, that would be... It's, it's, it's actually our second big game of the year. We usually have this one big game uh, during the winter period where sell out crowd we play a massive game it's, there's some entertainment but now this is this is huge for the club and I think it's off the back of winning it last year um, this big summer kickoff it's like a summer big game and I think that's what the best thing is about it like this year's big game people were having to watch through the rain but it was still like 75,000 people there and, but this 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 game this Saturday it's, it's meant to be clear, clear skies sunshine It's it'll be beautiful and I can't wait to play in it Nice. Well, I wish you all the best of luck with that. Not that you need no, it, but I wish you, you all the best of luck <laughs> with it. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll maybe catch you in Rebirth Island on the Friday evening as you're getting prepared for it. Yeah, you know, getting, I will, your, I will. getting your reflexes all, all no, prepared. Exactly. That's and it's kind of that's another thing. Um, quickly to finish, it's like yeah. people don't realize like gaming is like a, an escape from all the stresses in life and work, and it's like it's just sometimes a way to just forget about. So, like for example, people are like, "Oh, why would you play?" Warzone the night before a big game I'm like well for me if I just sit there and think about the game and worry about all these different scenarios I won't play well or it would just it's just not good for your mental health it's it's like just watching or just like watching a football game it's like if I play a bit of play a bit of um, Warzone an hour or so there then I'll be completely relaxed ready to go yeah, that's the magic of it, isn't it? If you want to, mm. if you want to go on and be competitive, and you mm. want to win all the time, you can. That's your choice. But exactly. you can also go on and just have a good time, yeah. chat with your mates. Like, how are you, mate? Exactly. How's, what's going on in your life? You know, why are you yeah. like walking around? Yeah. It's, exactly. it's the magic of gaming, isn't it? Exactly, and I love it. And it doesn't take away anything from my competitive aspect mm. in rugby. I'm still, I'm still as competitive as ever. Yeah. It's just putting into another thing <laughs> maybe even even more so <laughs> oh god yeah i know even more so in Warzone, yeah. my mates will tell you yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. i really appreciate your time lewis thank you so no. much for joining me i've really really good chat really really enjoyed it really interesting stuff and uh yeah I'm, i might catch you in, hopefully i don't come across you because <laughs> you'll fry me uh, yeah no but... well hopefully yeah that'd be quite fun actually <laughs> <laughs> drop me your drop me your game attack and i'll see you there uh, don't, don't do it because i will i will drop you i'll <laughs> we'll get him Okay. No, but seriously, thank um, you for having me, Nathan. It was, no it's, it's been great to talk about something other than rugby. And um, hopefully we do get that big sportsman tournament up and running because that is a great idea. Let me know uh, if I'll you take... do, because we'll mm. we'll be on it. We'll be covering it, and um, maybe get some journalists involved as well. See see what they're doing. Put put the story out there. Honestly, yeah, I might yeah, actually, yeah. if someone wants to, I I I'll happily do all the work to start it up. I just okay, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I'll I'll take that as a verbal contract now, uh, and then <laughs> in the in the over the next few months, let, let's see what happens. But um, really appreciate your time, Lewis. Thank you so much. Best of luck for the for the rest of the season and for Saturday. And uh, thank you. yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you very much, Nathan. Thanks, Cheers. man. Appreciate it.